Hello and welcome to the 10th official episode of the Heathen Weirdos podcast. Today we're going to talk about angering the gods. Can you do it? Well, I mean, the short answer is yeah. And the long answer is, I mean, you, you basically gotta try to anger it's the gods. Yeah. yeah, like, you're not gonna, like, go out and anger the gods, like, on a whim. Anyways, with that, my name is Theo. My pronouns are they, them. I'm Sif. My pronouns are she, her. I'm Jay. My pronouns are she, her. <laughs> I'm Kenna. My pronouns are also she, her. And that little noise you hear in the background is Millie chasing her own tail. And what are Millie's pronouns? Uh, I assume she, her. I don't know. She's a dog. Oh shit, you're right. <laughs> um, I realize that I should start paying the pet tax more often. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Millie's doing all this cute shit, and people are like, Pixar didn't happen. Um, <laughs> anyways... Um, carrying on to our actual content. So, it's my UPG that the gods are... I guess maybe it's SPG at this point, because we all agree. Is that how that works? Yeah. That's multiple works. people, yeah. So, um, it's our SPG that gods are basically really complex individuals. You're not gonna get along with all of them, and they're not all going to get along with everyone. Like, that doesn't mean that they're out to get you or they have something personal against you. Like, you may just not be the person for them, and that's okay. You can be the juiciest peach in the world, like the entire whole wide world, and there's still going to be someone who just doesn't like peaches. So, I mean, and this also goes with, like, just because a god reaches out to you, you don't have to work with them if you're uncomfortable. Just because a god hasn't reached out to you, if you think they're cool, you can reach out to them. If you're working with a deity and you end up not feeling it, like it's just not working out for you how you need it to or want it to in your praxis, you can stop working with them. That's totally chill. Um, But yeah. Anyways, um, I had to think about this list long and hard, but let's start with some surefire ways that we can think of to anger the gods. And I think the first one would be being disrespectful on purpose. That oh, on yeah. purpose is the key word there. Gods, I don't know. I feel they're pretty understanding. Like, communicating with deities is not a simple task. Um you're gonna misunderstand things like as long as you're crying like it's whatever but like if you go out and be like i think i'm gonna talk to odin today and i'm gonna call him a himbo like odin's probably gonna take some offense to that so you know don't call, don't call odin or thor daddy or zaddy because that's oh. just no what do people do that i've seen it it's oh. bad that's mm. That I would say something, sad. but I'm still processing the fact that you just said those words out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's what we mean. Like it's it, it it's got to be that level of fucked up yeah. in order to really anger the gods. Yeah, yeah. It's a softer line than I think quite a lot of people may have looking from the outside in to heathenry, 
as in it's common for people that say uh worship odin as one of their main uh, deities to you know call him a bastard and all of that but it's oh, always yeah. with a uh, good intention not malicious intention they know that there's a line there and they don't step over it but again you always always got to think about how it is intention based so i know that there is there was someone like we bumped into a few months ago that was panicking as a new heathen because their parents destroyed their altar and they were saying that you know is are the are the gods going to be angry with me um, because this altar's been destroyed you know this sacred space has been destroyed and the answer is no because it wasn't them that destroyed it and it wasn't done maliciously on their side they're not going to be angry at you for that if you're caught jump up on your altar and start messing around with things no, the gods aren't angry, and chances are it's probably Freya luring them. <laughs> the only yeah, point, yeah, the only um, deities I could think of that might be upset about something like that happening, the one I'm thinking primarily is like Santa Muerte, but there's also a lot of other stuff going on with that, and like, it, it's, I don't know. Like, stuff happens. I feel like if it happened once, like, you're not going to be disavowed or have to pay a penance. It's just like, oh, well, sorry yeah, that happened. Like, like oh God, yeah. sorry that happened. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, sorry that happened. Let, let me just uh, tidy that up and we'll, we'll move on. Um, this also ties into the fact that we often get questions from well, anyone on any path of this happened, is this deity responsible or did i anger them and chances are that if you didn't didn't do so on purpose the answer is always no and they're not ones to like curse you or make sure your life is hell that's just not what these gods um, do they have bigger shit all. to worry about god shit exactly you know and this yeah. i guess this ties into the whole episode is the fact that you know we as humans there's a certain element of how can you anger a god who is so much more than us and mm -hmm. the, you have to go to pretty extreme extreme to even like like have an impact on them to be like oh well that was not cool yeah <laughs> exactly so i mean if we're talking about extremes we could talk about oath breaking that's a pretty extreme thing um yet again i, I feel like we've talked about this before but like oaths do have a few prominent stories in the lore and sometimes people will Millie, if you want in my lap, just get in my damn lap. Don't bark at me. <laughs> so, sorry. Millie so has a way of his feelings. Millie is chaos, and I can't leave her outside the room, otherwise she just screams. <laughs> which is great for recording. So, anywho. Oath-breaking. Yes. Um, so, oaths do have a few more prominent stories in the lore. And it was a little bit more common way back in heathen times because oaths were basically like legal contracts we have nowadays. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that everyone should oath. Quite the opposite. Yeah, like yeah. oathing should be extremely rare and very well thought out and you should always give yourself a minimum of one out, if not like five. <laughs> Thank you for chuckling. <laughs> um, but yeah. That being said, like, breaking an oath doesn't make you, like, be disavowed or make you, like, garbage to the gods. 
Like, it's, it's not the end of the world if you break an oath. Someone, I think, said it best. They said, breaking an oath doesn't make you worthless. It just makes you worth less. And you can rebuild your value. Absolutely. Quote, unquote, in the eyes of the gods. Like, it's not, yet again, I mean, it's not yeah. the end all be all. Like, the same way that when you break a promise to your friend, you kind of have to repair that bond. Same concept. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it ties into the idea that in heathenry words, innately mean things, they have power. So. We'll we'll probably do an oath episode at some point, but essentially, don't no, not every heathen does an oath. In fact, it's quite the opposite, and this should be taken very seriously. And obviously, as we've dropped here, oath breaking is a very serious thing in heathenry. Yeah, we'll tackle all this in a later episode. So, do any of you guys have any experiences with angering any god or gods that you've worked I with? Try and... my best. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and if you did, were you able to fix it? Personal experience, I don't think so. No, I didn't have any personal, but I definitely had times when I was a much newer practitioner where I thought I was going to anger the gods, without a doubt. It was the, oh my god, I haven't done a, you know, an offering in fill-in-the-blank amount of time. They're never going to accept an offering of mine again. And we see that a lot from beginners as well like i haven't made an offering in two weeks oh my god they're gonna hate me what is time to a god yeah exactly what is time to a human like mm -hmm. what so i feel like i have yeah it's with kernunos i did piss him off once Ooh. but <laughs> um it wasn't that big a deal like it was just it was when i was like in my early early 20s like i think i might have been maybe 22 and i kept being like i want to um become stronger in my practice i want to become stronger i want to become stronger like help me and kept asking that i was dumb when i was 22 okay i'm not saying everyone is i was and basically Nunos was like i am helping you you also have to help yourself i mean you know it would be nice if you could just talk to a deity and be like i want you to make me stronger and they'd be like cool here's my magic wand boop um like it doesn't work that way so it's just one of those things but like you know, after Karen Nuna said that and I did some self-reflection, I apologized and then we're fine. Right. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, now that I think about it, I've definitely had Freya, mm, I'm going to use the word threatening, threaten me, like stared me down for a second. Remember that time you said you weren't going to do that? I just saw you do it. So sort it out. <laughs> yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah, if we're talking about like that, then yeah, I've had a couple of times. And again, it's always Freya. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a hard ass. <laughs> yeah. But she does it because she cares about you. But it's one of those, like, exactly what you said. Remember when you said you were going to do X, Y, and Z? Or you weren't going to do that? Uh-huh. I saw that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mm -hmm. I guess what you can take away from these stories is like, okay, yeah, we've upset gods and goddesses before. But, like, was it a big deal? No. Like, it wasn't nothing. But it's like... It, yet again, like uh, Kenna said earlier, eh, I don't remember which one of us said it, um, where it's like, it's like having a friendship or like a relationship. Like if you go back on your word or like kind of like take something for granted in a relationship, like the other person's probably going to be upset with you. 
but that doesn't mean you can't fix it. Not upset enough to burn a bridge. No. When we say here, can you anger the gods, there is very much... When we say that, I think people's minds go to smiting and, like, thunder and all that. Yeah, I've even had people say, are the gods going to make my life more difficult? No. Only no. if you yeah, ask it's... them to. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge me. Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, like, that can be a consequence of... like People have a lot of different setups with the deities they work with. That's what I'm going to say. I don't do stuff like that in my praxis, and you don't have to. Now that we've kind of talked about what you could do to anger deities and gods, um, you know, actually, I'd be really curious to hear if, like, in the comments, like, has anyone else ever angered a deity they work with? And if so, like, if you feel comfortable sharing your experience, like, I'd love to hear about it. Before we go off of how to anger the gods, I firmly am going to to preface this with I don't think you can in the in the smiting sense. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's my opinion. There's one example that makes me think I'm wrong, okay. and that is being a dick on purpose and doing things like throwing mistletoe to Balder. I don't know why you would do that to Balder. Correct. Don't, maybe don't offer deities a thing that is known to be their weakness or the thing that magically kills them. Just like, yep, that... again, if, if you're pretending that the gods are our friends for it, if we're going back to that analogy... Why would you give your friend who's allergic to peanuts peanut butter? That's a better one. Because so I was going to say, like, I'm allergic to um, tobacco, like smoke and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't eat tobacco. You probably shouldn't do that. Um, that would be somewhat like a friend offering me like, you know, oh, I got you this gift and it's like cigarettes. It's like, thank you for giving me the thing that I'm allergic to, bro. Like, don't be like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, on one side, it goes to mocking. Or it's purposefully not knowing anything about them. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm i not saying you can't walk around and find out. Like, you can. That is a path that people choose. Like, maybe do, like, a basic wiki search. <laughs> like, Should I offer mistletoe to Boulder? <laughs> should I offer mistletoe to Boulder? And, like, the internet will be like, what would you, why would you do that, you fucking monster? But It's um, an odd choice, just put it like that. <laughs> It's a choice. Now that we've talked about, like, please don't offer mistletoe to Balder, um, <laughs> and stuff like that, let's talk about ways that you are not going to anger the gods in any sense. I think one of them is approaching a deity before they approach you. It's totally fine to do that. Yep. You can always text first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know people that have been really worried about that, and it's like, um, no, you, you don't have to wait. Do like, some research before you do so that you know what you're doing. But you don't need to wait for a thousand signs. Yeah. And you don't have to ask other people's permission. Right. Either. You're the only person who can tell you what you're doing is right or wrong for you yeah i think in my hearth cult i hadn't had a sign off previously before i reached out well freya air and scarthy so those were totally off my own back i was like hey you seem awesome yeah, basically <laughs> i would I like to worship you be friends <laughs> oh yeah i'm sif 
Sif of the not golden hair. That was me initially with Freya. I reached out to her first. I realized afterwards that there were some like random little signs. Mm. But that could have been like we were talking about the other day, a confirmation bias looking back on it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you don't need to wait. Another way that you are never, ever even going to remotely anger the gods is not having the correct, I hate using that word for this, not having, not having the quote unquote correct genetics to reach out to that specific set of deities. Mm. No. Yet again, cringe at using the word correct. I just can't think of a better short thing to put in there at this point in time. Yeah, there are air quotes around that for everyone who yeah. can't see that. Yeah. But huge air quotes. Yeah. Like gods don't give a single flying fuck about DNA. At all. No. They don't have it, so they don't have it. <laughs> At least not as our concept of it is. But like no. they don't they don't care. Like anyone who thinks they do is has some other things going on in their lives. That isn't related yeah, to that. Absolutely. Um, they don't have a race, not in our sense. Yeah, you know, they they oh. binding them to certain geographies or genetics or DNA or whatnot is stripping them of their agency, which is a whole other kettle of fish. Is that a saying? Like half my sayings are just like I think this is something it can be people a British say. One. I, I think kettle of fish is a fish. saying. Oh, okay, cool. Usually Google. in, in the States, British we one. use a. Uh, can of worms. Oh yeah, that too. Kettle of fish. What is a kettle in this? Barrel of fish. So the Google Maybe, says no. the expression a kettle of fish means a mess or a muddle. Not wrong. Oh, okay, so that fits. That actually worked in that. Okay. I did. I'm proud of you. You go. Thank you. Look at that, an idiom. But yeah, so like genetics. Eh, no, no, they don't. They don't care. You're not going to make a god angry by not having the correct genetics. There's no need to apologize for who you are. You're also not going to be favoured for having the quote-unquote right genetics. And if anyone ever tells you that, oh, it's okay if you follow, like, uh, let's say, for instance, the Norse deities, but if you also have, like, let's say, um, Indian descent, you should maybe look into the the ancestral gods of the people from that area, too. Um, no? No. Only if you want to? Very much stay in your lane. Yeah. I hate it. But in a nicer way. I hate it. Yeah, exactly. But it's like only follow deities that call to you or like feel right to you. Anyone who would suggest that to you, you might want to avoid that person because they've got some issues going on there. Anyways, um, another way you're not going to anger the gods is not leaving routine offerings. What is time to a god? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah it's like. <laughs> If you can only offer once a year, that's when you fucking offer, okay? Like, yeah, that's totally fine. Dude, our gods, specifically, the Norse, they're fucking ancient. They're old as shit. They have been putting up with humans for so long. I think they're yeah. cool with our idiosyncrasies. And our time well, gaps. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Like, hmm. Yeah. We're still here, so I think we're good. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> And on the on that note, like not leaving routine offerings, not leaving air quotes here, appropriate offerings. 
Dude, offer what you can. Like, if you only have water to offer, that is entirely valid. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I I actually put notes on this one. Yeah. Tiff has thoughts. I have thoughts. You do? Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, I do have thoughts. Yeah, the way way I approach that sort of uh, idea is seeing the gods as the epitome of the what do you buy for the person that has everything. They don't have a use for material goods, so you know, offering an Xbox or whatnot doesn't really have the same sort of sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. So I offer my gaming potential. Um, so <laughs> They're not going to care. <laughs> what hits hardest for them in terms of an offering are the things that we possess a finite amount of, uh, things that, that are seen as a proper sacrifice, like time or you're dedicating your skill, so something that you've dedicated time to to perfect. Or just simple thoughtfulness. So sharing your favorite drink with them while spending time with them, showing stories, burning your art or poetry. UPG time. I've had the strongest reactions from hell by simply offering my art or a coffee and just sitting in the ritual space, enjoying that time I've put aside to connect to her. Uh, To not shy away from her and her realm, but to approach with kindness, respect and awe. And that's really how I approach all of my offerings is what's something that I enjoy. Again, kind of seeing it as more of a kind of guest in your household or a friendship with the gods yeah. more than anything else and going from there. One of my favorite things to do is to um, basically have a meal with them. Mm-hmm. So like I'll make a small plate and basically share the food that I'm eating with them. Uh, so mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I in my practice, I don't consume what I offer. That is if you don't if you do consume what you offer or something, that's totally valid. It's just, that's not what I do. Same. Like, so I'll, like, portion out, like, if I ordered a pizza, I might put a slice of pizza on a plate as an offering and then have a meal with them and then, like, just intentionally, like, set that time aside for them and, like, not hang out on my phone or watch TV or something while I'm eating. That's how I do it. That makes total sense to me. I just want to say this because I know people go, oh, my God, water is an offering. They think it's nothing. Think about things based on, you know, if we weren't in such a modern society. Water is something you need to live. Mm-hmm. Giving up even just the half a glass of water to the gods is you're literally sacrificing something you need. Yes. Can you get more of it? Sure. But it's something you need to live. So giving them some water, giving them some grain, giving them a portion of your food, you're giving up something that you need to survive. So something for people to think about, because like we said, I've always, we've all seen it, but water's not enough. Yes, it is. And that's why. There's also the kind of symbolic thing behind it. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. (laughs) No, no, no. I wanted to get that out there because I know I've seen, I, I saw it not two days ago. Someone was asking about offerings for gods and someone literally said, glass of water is fine. And they were like, how could it be fine? And so, and we see it often. Celebrating holidays is a rough one because if you're a Norse heathen, we have like nothing to work with there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the perceived expectation that you will celebrate all of the historic holidays already falls flat on its face. You can mm-hmm. be a giant nerd 
and look to Anglo-Saxon heathenry to reconstruct some of the holidays we might have had. But even then, practices and holidays and scheduled dedications would have been so varied in antiquity. Not even just Mm -hmm. from village to village, from house to house, neighbor to neighbor. The gods that they worshipped and when they did that would have varied so much. It is hard to claim that it matters now. I guess it's also a, a point of, say, there's nothing kind of like God-given about, about the holidays. Right. There wasn't like, you must do this on this date. So there's an element of they wouldn't care because they didn't organize it, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't organize the party, so why would they care if you came or not, you know? I mean, you got right. a point there. I love that. I they love that. organize the party. There are uh, some modern heathens really like using the historic day names like the days of the week so thursday is thor's day which is super valid and cool mm-hmm. don't pressure it's an easy way of doing it super great yeah. super easy very intuitive works out real well don't bully yourself into feeling like you have to do mm-hmm. it where's my hell day yeah what is time to i think that kind of sums up a lot of it is what is what is time to a god why you as a human to a god all of that High key. That's the truth. Take the fact that we are remembering, honoring them at all is enough. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I agree. Let us take no, out there. There was a long period there where we didn't do any. We didn't do anything with them. So now they're just like, oh look, they're back. <laughs> Took you enough time. <laughs> Hi, hello, missed you guys. You've had yeah. a little errand. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing with holidays too is, don't feel bad if you decide to go by say the wheel of the year oh yeah you know if the the wheel if the wheel of the year works for you the god the norse gods aren't going to look at you and go well that's not our holidays <laughs> i mean you know, <laughs> right they'll be like oh, you, can, you can make them your own uh you can follow what i do i solstices and equinoxes right because they're passes mm-hmm. of time that's why I do anything with them. Really um, makes sense, right? I do. And the when same. it comes to, yeah, and when it comes to general paganism and witchcraft, it, you never know what someone's <laughs> practice is going to be with holidays, uh, and passages of time and whatnot. And there are gods who are very specific, like you need to do this on this day, and and you know what? Even in that situation, if you can't. If it doesn't feel right to you, if it doesn't vibe with you, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, uh, I think the important thing for me, because I came into doing the heathenries, I tried to put myself on a schedule. I tried to do like a, or and that didn't work. I transitioned to trying to do something on every major moon cycle, so new moons and full moons. But if that doesn't vibe with you and you try to force yourself into it, what you're doing is making your practice less authentic. I would rather give mm-hmm. 100% of my authentic self to the gods, even if it means like once a year, and kind of half-ass my way through it, you know? Absolutely. I agree with that. I think that's a good way of looking at it. Do it when it feels good to you to do it, rather than like force yourself to do something. Force. It helps. The sun is right in my eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, I think doing things because you think you have to, but you really don't want to, it's not so much going to anger the gods, but the gods, you're going to realize it and be like, why are you doing this? You're not putting any effort into it. 
you just feel like you have to. When you do something for the gods, you want to do it with intention. You want to do it because you want to do it. So keep that in mind, too. And sometimes that's going to mean pushing yourself on low days to light a candle or whatever. That's not the same thing. You need to do something for yourself and for the gods, totally valid. If you know that you need to get up and take a shower and the best way to do that is to light a couple candles and pray, sure, rock and roll with it. But don't do it because you think you need to light the candles. Yeah, that you I mean, need like... to live up to a deity's expectation. Yeah. And I'm not going to mark you out of 10. <laughs> um, oh, I would like my god score, please. <laughs> That's going on the, the pagan card. Your average god yes. score. <laughs> um. Shameless plug. That's part of the Discord server is you get your pagan card. Oh, God. You get your pagan card. <laughs> um, put it in your wallet. Yeah. On that note, um, a god is not going to be upset with you for taking a break from your practice. Absolutely. In fact, they're God. <laughs> in fact, most gods are going to realize that you're taking your time to be to better yourself, and they're going to actually appreciate it. At least that's been my experience because I've taken a new, you know quite a few breaks in my practice, and the deities I've worked with were like, "Yeah, take this time." better yourself you need a break do it the gods aren't about pushing you to the point where you can't do anything the gods are actually there looking out for you yeah because they can't you know if you're broken and burnt out then that you know they're not going to get any offerings at all (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's just taking like yeah taking breaks is valid and like, you know, as long as you didn't, like, make some promise that you'd do something on some day, like, it's fine. And, you know, even if you did that, like, you can talk to your deity about it be like, yo, I need to move this. And it should be fine. Like, you know, speaking of talking to your deities, um, a deity is not going to get upset with you if you ignore them or, like, don't respond to them for a while. Like, it's okay to leave a deity on red. To use my, uh... Yeah, to use my friend's analogy, sometimes you text your friends or you send them a meme on Instagram or whatever, they don't respond. It doesn't mean you're not friends anymore. It means they're, like, probably busy. Right. And even when they don't respond, at no point do you sit there and go, I think that they hate me and we're never going to be friends again. No, they just didn't respond to your text. It's fine. I've definitely had that before with Air. Absolutely. Very much Air's a busy Air lady. Air feels busy. Yep. Very, very running around. Got, you know, everything is happening at once. Medical attention needed and all that. Mm-hmm. She's very busy and I've definitely been left on red by her. <laughs> She's like, I'll be back. Every once in a while, I end up with the equivalent. You know when you send a message on Instagram or Facebook, you can react to it with like a heart or whatever and you get a little notification that says your friend liked your message? You don't yep, get like yep. an actual yeah, response. Yep. I get that a lot. <laughs> I see you, but I'm busy. Um, very like, bad. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for the heart. <laughs> um, and you know, moving on from um, not like you know leaving a deity on red. Um, you can also like you don't have to do everything a deity asks of you. 
it, it you yeah. just don't have to. That goes back. That goes back to the the consent going both ways. Yeah. You know, think about think about consent in the mortal realm, and I, you know, you think about it in the mundane sense. Consent is continually given. Right. It's not a. It's not a okay. I said yes. That's it. I can't say no to anything else. Yeah, exactly. It's, I said yes to this, and then I said yes to this, and then I said, eh, maybe not on that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I mean, in that, like, I'll tie in another point we have on here to this. You can set boundaries with the deity. Oh, 100%. You can and you should. Yes. Yeah. Um, I added that because I seem to see a lot of baby heathens um baby pagans or even some older pagans like they're like no you have to do it because a deity asked you and it's like <laughs> no um i feel like that's some uh, who coined the term latent christianity um some content creator we all know um anyways <laughs> so it's it's oh. a super fun mix of latent christianity and weird psychology right mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's like I'm sorry, like, why would you not be able to set a boundary? If you have a deity... These are the heathen gods. If you have a deity you feel is pushing against your boundaries, like, that you aren't asking to do that, um, or you feel like they don't respect your boundaries, stop working with them. Yeah, like, no, that's not, that's not how that works. I always go back to this idea of, I guess, as you said, late in Christianity, you know, we, there's quite a few stories in the Bible of do this my way or the highway. Um, and the heathen gods are not like that. They do enjoy people having agency of themselves and not being blind worshippers in that right. sense. They like to challenge you. They like to push your boundaries a little bit. And not in my experience, they, they've never pushed back hard when you've said no. They've been like, oh, okay, I'll step back for now. The best analogy I can think of is finally standing up to your mentor to prove that you are on something of a yeah. level playing field with them. It is an earning of respect for the gods to you, because the gods do respect us as people with agency. They know that we're human mm-hmm. people with desires and things. And when you can, at least in my experience, when I was able to say, Hi Freya, that's a lot, she went, oh, all right, cool, you figured it out. Nice. It's, mm. it's a weird acknowledgement of, look at you actually doing what I want you to do. They're pushing you so you can fight back. In my experience, that one time. Though I saw that a lot with the Valkyries, and during the the Valkyrie episode, I shared my EPG that I had with them, and how it was overwhelming to the point where I had to take a step back. And in that sense, that was me setting a boundary right. uh, against the Valkyries, which seems <laughs> <laughs> it feels insane, right? The pointy bitches were like, yeah. "I'm sorry, like, oops," um, and then I kind of approached them more carefully because they was they were loud to begin with um and that was again me saying this is a lot i'm gonna have to take a step back for now but i will be back just not please yet. hold <laughs> please hold I'll, oh yeah i'll be on red for a little while and you know that didn't impact my like my, my relationship with them in that regard you know obviously they're part of my house cult now and still and probably will be for the rest of my life hopefully they're a cool force to have around they, I definitely didn't get an anger from them. In fact, if anything, they felt like they knew what their presence was like. And they were like, 
we accept this. We're a lot. <laughs> Eternally ourselves. Also, sorry we gave you a headache. Yeah, like, sorry we, you know, gave you, like, heart palpitations. That wasn't our intention. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing, though, is, like, I swear to God, I don't know what I'm going to do with this tiny dog. Anyways, that's the thing, though. It's just, like, oh, shit, that wasn't my intention, but I'm sorry that I did that. In my UPG, that's a common response. Like feeling I get from them. Like if if like something like that was to happen, um, it's like oh yeah, that I didn't mean for that to be exactly what happened. But also like I'll try the harder. Yeah, they they can kind of underestimate how potent they are sometimes to our little sad little human. Yeah, like, yeah, Freya sometimes feels very hot, warm, passionate, and, like, just this force that just, like, just explodes sometimes. Um, and then Freya is the equivalent of taking a bite of a ghost something, chili, whatever it's called. Like, ghost you expected pepper. it to be a medium salsa and then ghost <laughs> pepper. God, yeah. I was thinking Pop Rocks. <laughs> Hannah, <laughs> you muted yourself. Yes, one of my things was falling and I didn't want it to be annoying. Okay, sorry. I was like, you were talking and I was like, I'm wow. not sure what happened, but you're on mute now. Yes. Really? I know what I'm doing most of the time. But like those really powerful moments are as rare as they are. Kind of for my latent atheism, quite affirming. We've established that the gods are intense sometimes, and setting boundaries yes. is good, and you can leave them on red. Um, yes. On that note... You're not going to anger them. There you go. <laughs> asking stupid questions. There are air quotes around. Yep. What, okay, asking what someone might interpret as a stupid question. Oh, no stupid questions. Yeah. Like yeah. you should do some like your own research into things, and like read the lore. Like the only time I could I could even think of a question sounding, quote unquote, stupid is if you just keep asking the same question over and over and over again. Like, and yet again, that might not be a stupid question. That might just be like you're not understanding the answer, and that's right. okay. Like yeah. you, it, that happens. Um, but like, you know, maybe if that's happening, like, adjust your question, ask more than one question, like, or, you know, give it time. I mean, there aren't really stupid questions, but like, if you're not understanding something, like, think deeper on that question and like, try to work through it and maybe, um, extrapolate on it. There's definitely an element of, I don't want to say all of it is guesswork, it's certainly not. Well, from my perspective, the recon perspective, I'm trying to practice as closely as possible to how they would have done it. But again, 50% of it is guessing. So asking stupid questions, asking questions full stop is totally normal. I ask the gods questions quite a lot. It's like, am I doing this right? <laughs> is, this, is, this what, is this what you expect? I, I don't know. And kind of use intuition to pass what, any response I get. So in that regard, there isn't any stupid questions because we don't have solid answers. We can have vague pointing in the right direction, like maybe have a look over here is what you'll get. So in that case, 
say there's also that aspect of like ask six heathens a question get 50 answers i like how that number grows every time we it does <laughs> get ten thousand answers get all the really? answers the answers never up. stop coming eternal answers but i mean it's just because like yet again we don't have set in stone answers to a lot of our questions um and that's okay it's valid i mean it's it's what we got so <laughs> It's all we can do. It's what we got. I don't. I don't know what else you want. I don't have anything else for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so and it is, so it is all related to personal interpretation. Right. And on that note of stupid questions, you're not going to annoy a deity if you like mildly interrogate them because you're full of latent atheism, or Christianity, or whatever it is that makes you feel like you're not a hundred percent sure on anything. You can ask Aphrodite literally 69 times if it's her, and she'll nice. probably still say, yeah, Did motherfucker. You? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> you put it out there, I took the bait. I like how you landed on 69 yeah. uh, for Aphrodite. Wow. I did that on purpose. I, I wonder was if she's pretty sure you did, and uh, no, she won't smite you. She's probably laughing her ass off. Yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> but... Yes, I guess that was just a quick one then. The gods have humor. Yeah, they do. Oh, they do. They have a sense of humor. Oh, they do. I feel like asking gods, like, as Kenna said, like, on interrogating the gods in a sense, like, I think they would find it more humorous than anything else. Yeah. As long as you're not. They like a little bit of. Inter. Is the word moxie? Is moxie a word? They like a bit of moxie. Yeah, That's like 1950s. A little bit of. Yeah. But what about just... this? And they're like, well. <laughs> anyway, that was my um, my horse laugh. <laughs> Don't know why that came into play. Um, <laughs> welcome to this episode of Heathen Weirdos, where Theo is interesting. Um, <laughs> anyways, you're always interesting, though. Like you have to, you have to use like mm -hmm. the connotation where it's like, oh, that's interesting. It's what they do a lot in the area that I live in to say that they hate something. Um, no, we do it up here. Okay. Too. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. It's pretty universal. Like, oh, that's interesting. And it's like, oh, thanks. Love it. <laughs> that's the, uh, it's the Northern equivalent of bless your heart. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, bless. Um, <laughs> anyways, I mean, we bless say that here too. Anywho, so like, yeah, the deities definitely have a sense of humor, and so like, the universe is a really complex and strange place. Existing is interesting. To tie into that, you know what the deities aren't going to be upset with you about? Having a different UPG than anyone else. Yes. It is okay. To not be like everybody else. They're not going to be upset if you don't have any UPGs. Ooh. Like, that's that's fine. Like, or if you have endless issues interpreting UPG. Okay. You know, I, I've said this before. I'm sure that we were going to have to put it on a shirt sometime. But it's like, you know, for me, like, leave me a trail of breadcrumbs. I'm going to fucking lose it. I'm not going to see that shit. Come on, what are you talking about? Um, you basically have to leave me bread loaves, 
pretty closely really. spaced and like a sign that also is like follow the damn bread loaves that way you dick um <laughs> like yeah just anyways the, i mean that's how i feel about it where it's like <laughs> yeah the uh the other thing that i wanted to mention is that uh you're not wrong if you don't have major UPG experiences. That's not the gods being mad at you or anything. They're not, like, withholding you from, like, the super secret club. It's it's just not oh, all that yeah. common. Well, and also, like, it might just be... I personally think that deities interact with you in a way that is acceptable for you. Right. Like, mm-hmm. baseline. And if they don't, you can tell them to stop. That's fine. All right, I think, I feel like we finished our list. Is there anything else you guys can think of? Like, ways that you're definitely not going to anger a deity? Oh, I thought of one. You're not going to anger a god by working with another god. Oh, yes. Let's play mythic literalism just for a minute. I mean... Yeah. There are deities that don't want to work together in one setting necessarily. Probably like Fenrir and Odin probably wouldn't be besties. I'm assuming that right now. I don't know because I've never tried it. Um <laughs> like but like you can you can work with both deities. That's fine. Yeah, there's definitely not like um all the idioms today. Um, <laughs> no, wait, it's... Um, I'm getting stuck between grapes and jelly. Um, I mean, if, if you, when someone's jealous or something else. No, I was getting stuck between, like, green jelly monster and uh, poison grapes. No, that's not it. Sif, what's a green jelly monster? I don't know, like, you know when you have, like, green... Monster. You mean Slimer? Envy. Uh, Gumby? I'm talking more like Envy. Oh. Envy oh. or. Oh, okay. Yeah. Green with Envy. Like, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. Jealousy? Um, or the grapes. Spoiled grapes? Nope. Um, <laughs> I will get it. Something to do with grapes. Rotten grapes? <laughs> um, idioms with grapes in it. Carry on. Are you Googling it right now? <laughs> yep. I'm proud of you. Idiom with grapes. Your mom? Maybe it's not a grape. It's sour grapes. Oh my god. Okay. 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 I got it. Okay. It's it's green with envy or sour grapes. (laughs) Where did Jelly Monster come from? I don't know. I think that's why we think that's all like like jelly, like jealousy monster. That might actually. Your brain was like, yeah, they're mad jelly, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're green with you're green with envy. Yeah. Okay, I yeah, they don't they they don't have that dynamic, as in you know we're that's uh, that's us humanness planting feelings onto them, and if we don't go by the law, uh, or you know we don't be mythic literalists, then often there's no reason for two gods to be angry at each other because the story might not have happened. Yeah, especially if we're going to Ragnarok, as in. You know, was Fenrir bound? Has Ragnarok happened? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Chances are that you know potentially there is no beef between Odin and Fenrir. Yeah. Maybe or maybe there is. But at the end of the yeah. day, they're not going to get angry for it's you, scary. a human, worshiping one and the other. Because again, 
is an extent of why would they be angry with a human that's worshipping both? Yeah. They're gods. Oh. You don't, in the grand scheme of things, you don't matter that much to them that they get angry about yeah. it. And so I don't think any of us are mythic literalists. No. Not at all. Nope. Can I? Can I? <laughs> Yes. The static had disappeared. Oh, hello. Hi. Are you a mythic <laughs> realist? You're not a mythic. Bitch. Oh, you did. Yeah. You did? Cool. Um, right. Are you a mythic literalist? God, I hope not. Yet again, um, we have to read the lore with a lot of discernment because it was written by Christians later. Well, Saxo Christian? Yeah. Eh, okay. That seems right. Maybe not being like, I've read the lore, this is exactly what happened. Oh. Um, instead of like, okay, so we can get things like um, Thor had a hammer. Loki caused mischief, but also was a very valued member in that society. Like, Loki was a blood brother of Odin. Like, we can gather that, like, Odin likes to learn. And is very dedicated to that and whatnot. Like that those are things we can gather, like. So I don't know. I've been rambling. I've lost my original valid. point. Um Yeah, mythic literalism. The original it's... point. The point is that it's not gonna piss him off by offering to two deities that mythologically may or may not have gotten along. Oh, thank God, thank you. That's the point. Yeah, that was the point. That was the, the point. point. And I'm going to expand on that, that... point and say you're not going to piss him off if you offer it to two different pantheons that may or may not historically have gotten along. Yeah. It's fine. They don't care about what you, you, you yourself do individually as a human. I mean, and if, if a deity cares about you working with a different deity, they'll let you know. Also, there is, in heathenry at the very least, which I can speak on, having an altar space to, to say, Odin and Fenrir is not going to piss them off. As in, one altar for Odin and Fenrir, it's just not a thing in heathenry to have anything bad happen if gods share an altar space. Hot take. So uh, I, I have praxis with hell, we all know this. Um, mm. I don't separate hell from my main altar. I do, but only because I ran out of space. <laughs> okay, see, but that's valid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no, we need a new altar for you. You're getting your own space. Yeah. But, like, but if it came time and there was enough room on the altar with hell on it and you added another, like, you had another deity, would you put it on that altar? Yeah. Yeah, see? Like, it's fine. I just know there are some yeah, heathens that are like, oh, hell, you should yeah. separate that. You should wear a mask when you work with hell to hide yourself from death and stuff. And I'm like, throw caution to the wind. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to, so I won't. Yes. Right. There's definitely a case of, whilst I feel that is entirely valid, my thoughts go to kind of leaning a little bit too much into death is something to be afraid of. Yeah. I agree. Which I feel that's not my relationship with hell. Um, so I wear yeah. I wear a mask during my hell's bloat, but 
that's just for because I want to be dramatic and awesome. <laughs> like the candle. That's <laughs> so valid. Yeah. It's like I want this is special. I'm putting a mask on and kind of like getting a little bit dressed up <laughs> to make it a little bit different to my other so rituals. You're Doctor Mask. Um, I I I have worn the plague doctor mask during a ritual. Um, <laughs> I love it. I but love it. I also have a wolf a wolf a wolf skull mask that I wear and a normal human skull mask that I wear That's as so well. Um, again, just to kind of it's so dramatic and but I feel like it it makes it a little bit different to what i normally do so that's again it's a little bit like the psychological cue sort of thing yeah totally whereas i normally do ritual in just my normal clothes you know it's very little pomp and all that but if i'm doing a a ritual based around a holiday or whatnot i i tend to put a little bit extra in there just to be like okay this is different i'm gonna just make it dramatic as heck i just lean in (laughs) i love that totally valid (laughs) love it all right I feel like we have covered <laughs> everything we meant to. But I think so. Seems right. Kenna, would you like to recap? Love to recap. This is my favorite part. <laughs> I'm going to purposely not look at our chat because you guys are going to distract me. I can feel it. Gif, gif away. No, gif no away. gifts. <laughs> okay. So, can you anger the gods? Hint. No. The whole recap. Thank you. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's true. It's true. Yeah, no, you're not going to anger the gods. There are ways for breaking oaths, would be one of them, but again, worth less, not entirely worthless. You are not going to anger the gods because you're not genetically sound enough to worship them. That's folkism and trash. We're not going to anger the gods if you don't leave the right offerings at the right time. That's not a thing. You're not going to anger the gods because you don't celebrate heathen holidays. That's not how that works. Taking a break will never anger the gods. Asking questions, setting boundaries, asking them first. You're not going to anger them by sending the first text or reaching out first. You're not going to anger them because your UPG doesn't line up with someone else's UPG. You're not going to anger the gods unless you try. Really hard. Really hard. Really yeah. hard. Don't offer to Balder, maybe. <laughs> that's that's basically straight up throwing hands. Okay, like, like don't throw hands, you'll be fine. You know. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. get in a fist fight, and you're not going to get punched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. But that Anyways. is a lot of gifts. But there are no gifts. Sorry, uh, Sith TLDR. And I... Mm-hmm. No, our goblins. Siv and I have been plaguing the chat with skeleton gifts. Your TLDR is that you're not going to anger the gods unless you really put effort into it. Like you have to plan it. Long game. It. You're going to try to piss a god off. Yep. And we don't recommend you trying. Don't? Yeah. The, don't. This is one of the, right. This is one of those times where fuck around and find out. No. Don't don't fuck around. Uh, no, I mean, not worth You it. live your life how you want. Don't take blame. no responsibility for the finding out that you do if you decide to fuck around in this way. We warned you. If you do yeah. it, we have no responsibility. But if you're just out here living your life, doing your best, being the best pagan that you can be under your circumstances with your spoons, you're good. In just about every context. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and a quick mention of that was was that where was that weird kind of all Christians trying to hex someone or something Both? like that? Both? Yeah, there was uh, a Reddit post or something, sure. and that they were trying to get like God to do the Christian God to do something to a pagan God. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to anger them. They're going to find oh, out. Oh funny. yeah, there was that it. time that Witch Talk yeah, tried to, to hex Allah. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that's was another Witch Talk was going to hex yeah. Allah. That was hilarious and real bold. Why would you do that? Witch talk. Witch talk likes to hex random shit <laughs> that they shouldn't be messing. Yeah. With. Yeah. This, mm, it won't work. Yeah. I'm not Pick gonna say that hexing a god is gonna piss him off, but I can say that if you tried to like hex Freya, she would just laugh, laugh at you. Yep. No. Or maybe not even register it was happening anyway. She's like, huh? <laughs> like, what? What's this? Felt a tickle on my shoulder. <laughs> hmm. Literally, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I, well, yeah, we'll just, we'll... Ugh, words. <laughs> I won't come up with another idiom, it's fine. You sure? Or if we sit here, I will be coming up okay, with another okay. idiom. Okay, um, okay. Now let's set the Sifa's threats. Damn it. Now that Sif is promising things in the form of threats, um, we should wrap up. We've been here for a while. We've been rambling. Mm-hmm. I'm not apologizing. Um, yeah. Well, remember, our Discord server is free. Please join us. I'd love to see people there and talk to them and shit because that's fun. And don't forget to weave the connection between the like, subscribe, and bell button. And remember, keep heathenry Weird. Yay. Did it. Oh my god.